You are listening to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Thank you, Jamesy. Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. Bump is uh, pretty good. Andy Wizard of Whiskey himself, Mr. Shanglock. But the reality is... They don't know, man! I've been looking forward to To The Top Talk. You know, I have that with myself every night. Look, for all you listen today, I'm not an idiot. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to The Top Talk, presented by... Bet US here with your break from all of the high resource five propaganda to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. Joining me now, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend Jason Bailey. Take it away, Jason. Greetings and salutations, fellas. Good to be back this week. You know, it's only Monday, and for whatever reason, I'm just dead tired already. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's uh, I don't know. But I have my Miller Light in my glory bound Attack Eagle cup right here to rock i just put the kid in the bed after watching some pokemon pokemon's horrible but um ready to get after it and the wizard of whiskey uh this week all the way from canoxville tennessee shane lott yo that had some pump behind it that was my travel flask that's been in my car all day uh with me and uh it it Evidently picked up a little heat somewhere because that had some pressure behind it. But, yeah, coming at you live and in person from Knoxville, Tennessee tonight. Um, skip it. Hey, well, let's Don't take a, recommend coming here. a quick word now from our friends at BetUS. Life is back on sports bettors, and BetUS has your NCAA, NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and, yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BetUS.com, that's B-E-T-U-S.com, or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-B-E-T-U-S. BetUS for 125% bonuses with our promo code, T-T-T-T-125. That's our promo code at To The Top Talk, T-T-T-T-125. Use that whenever you make a deposit. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone, social, and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry. Bet US. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Now, this is our second episode back. Last week's episode is our most listened to episode of all time. We have, Woo-hoo! at this point, we have over 4,200 listens. We've been doing this show for six and a half years. It took Will Hall all of about three and a half days to top our our top listener mark. So uh, if you haven't build listened, that statue, build the statue. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, go back and listen to it. It was incredible, absolutely incredible. Uh, a great time, and and we will definitely make plans to have Will Hall back on the show again. But the big news in Hattiesburg this week: the largest raising canes in the world opened <laughs> on Hardy Street. Uh, as canes, you may not realize this, back in the fall slash summer, uh, Raisin Canes invaded a nearby Applebee's and claimed it for their chicken tender kingdom. They have moved over to this Raisin Cane Superstore. It opened this week. Uh, I haven't been there yet. I usually go at some point during football season, but traffic has gotten a little bit better on Hardy Street. So, Was it a hostile takeover? Like, Were there Applebee's people fighting Canes people in that parking lot. And uh, what what street is that that splits those two buildings? I don't know. It's parallel to Hart. Like I guess it would be like what next to Hardy or whatever. But I think oh, it was, and there's a cookout in between too, though. There's a, there is a cookout in between. Yes. Yeah. So they met up in the cookout parking lot and duked it out to see who got the the land. And evidently, you don't mess with the Canes people. <laughs> the, Can- the Canes people are very focused. Applebee's they've got their minds going in a lot of different directions. Appetizers steaks, uh, microwaving, and whatnot. But Canes, they just have the chicken tenders. They they know what they're going for. They went in. It was a pretty swift conquest, and um, Applebee's at this point didn't put up much of a fight. So, the, Yeah, I wouldn't expect you know, they them only to. Had, uh, they only had the one hiccup. That was uh, when they first uh, were building the new Canes. I don't know if you know about this or not, Shane, but when – I mean, uh, yeah, when they were building the new Canes, they spelled Hattiesburg wrong. <laughs> I did see on, that on, on uh, the side of it, and then they play, and then they could not have played it any better because they spelled it and they forgot the e, so it just said Hattiesburg, which a lot of people say it that way anyway. But uh, yeah, they forgot the e, 
And right when they started feeling a little heat on social, they came back with, uh, we're sorry, Hattiesburg, and we'd like to buy a vowel. <laughs> yeah, so pretty clever. solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the new Raisin Cane, so you guys, uh, if you're into chicken tenders and whatnot, check that out. Also, before we talk about football, I have to give a shout-out to everybody who came out to Last for Life uh, this past, the weekend before last. Um, it was after our, our previous recording. But an incredible show. Nate Bargatze and Leanne Morgan absolutely murdered it. I saw quite a few of you there. Um, probably the best comedy show we've done in Hattiesburg. And it was an amazing time and really an opportunity for you to see people who have kind of I I, I, I want to say that they've kind of gotten to a point to where they've kind of outgrown um, what we would normally get at Last for Life just off of like they're what they like. Lee and Morgan's playing the Sanger in New Orleans now, which is like two or three times bigger than the Sanger and. Nate's just exploded. So it was really cool to get both of them on the same show. They kept their same deal as last year because of COVID came in and just absolutely murdered it. It was an amazing time at the Sanger in Hattiesburg. So shout out to everybody who came out to that. It was a really, really awesome night. We raised more money. I think that uh, all in all, since we started Last for Life back in 2016, we've raised uh, over 800000 for different cancer charities. So really, really awesome and, and really awesome to be a part of. Do you have any uh do you have any stories like behind the scenes behind the curtain stories you can stick you can share with us and with everybody else out there? Uh I will say that like what goes on back there? I don't know what's happening behind that curtain. I don't I don't know, you know. I I have a a, a picture in my mind of right back there which is probably nothing like that, but uh like the green room and the whole deal and I don't know how you guys come out on stage and perform <laughs> like you do. Incredible, but um, I'm always curious as to what goes on back there. You know, I've never been called sweetie, honey pie, sugar, sugar bear, <laughs> all in the same sentence before. But Leanne Morgan was the first with that. And Leanne, let me say, Leanne Morgan, like I'd seen her on Facebook and, you know, my mom was a big fan and everything. But she was an absolute sweetheart. And she, like, she just crushed it. Um, so she was really cool to hang out with back there. Um, Nate, you can tell that he's, he's growing up. He's getting to be that, uh, that big star now, but he was, he was cool. His, he brought his family with him this time. So it was cool, but it was, it was really, it was scalding hot back there. It was just out of control hot with the, the heat that's been in the hub city lately. And being, being in a, like a, what, a hundred plus year old building, it was, it was pretty brutal back there. So not much, not much activity, uh, outside of the, random guy who wandered up on stage but right other than that it was it was a pretty normal last for life back there i'm calling bs on your not being called honey bear sugar butt whatever was in the, the whole line i think you you sold food in loosedale mississippi for multiple years i know you were addressed by all of those names on a daily basis but but never in the same sentence leanne pulled it off like she would get it all in one sentence like she called okay. you everything uh she was awesome so if you if you haven't seen her in person like i highly re- i mean you know we've talked about nate on the show numerous times but leanne was she was on a different level that night. So if you get a chance to see her in New Orleans, if they still have the show in October, uh, <laughs> go check her out because she was she was terrific. Um, so fall camp, fall camp kicked off over the past weekend. You know, starting off at the end of last week, moving on to to Sunday and Monday today. The first two days that we had in um, shoulder pads and helmets, uh, we're so depraved of football that feels like a big deal now. The, the football camp uh, is going to be going on this week, so they got practice on Tuesday. They're taking a break Wednesday, and then they'll be in full pads on this Thursday. So really a lot of positive energy, especially on social media, watching the press conferences with Will Hall following all the practices. A lot of positivity coming out of those, a lot of energy, and a lot of just a lot of candid honesty out of Will Hall. He doesn't – he never really dodges a question, it seems. It's kind of refreshing to hear. But, um, you know, a lot of excitement going on right now with Southern Miss football. I think you hit it on the head, man, with that activity comment. I mean, every time you turn around, this guy's this guy's selling the program like he's been here for 25 years, you know. Um, and it's nice to see because we kind of liked that for a little while. So hope it translates on the field. 
it, it looks like things are going well at practice. And um, I know they're a little bit hot out there. <laughs> but that's I mean, that's what the beginning of practice is all about, man. Go ahead and, and get, you know, get physically tough and then get mentally tough on top of that. And, you know, as far as the indoor thing goes, I mean, I'm I, I'll take I'll take my chances. You know, I, I, I like our guys out there in the heat. And uh, when, you know, South Alabama's yoga or whatever in the air conditioned uh, climate control thing, I, I'll take our chances when we when we uh, tow it up there. They appreciate you liking that heat for them, uh, especially we're on the sidelines throwing up after 100-yard sprints. They're like, Good. bump, these Puts are for you, buddy. <laughs> Ed, uh, going back to something Jamie said uh, just a minute ago, it, it's refreshing to to get that open and, and honest uh, answers from Coach Hall because, you know, over multiple coaching staffs, you know, it's, it's been – kind of guarded information with a lot of stuff, but uh, I mean, they've come out and talked about, you know, some injuries and, and some guys that have, you know, stepped up and, and, you know, a, a lot of good information from, from coach hall. And I, I mean, I think he understands that that's the kind of stuff people want. That's that makes people feel closer to your program. Speaking of the injuries, I'm, I'm Jamie might be getting to this later, but I'm sure everybody knows about Rakeem Booth now. Uh, just how depressing is that? I mean, this is a guy that uh, Jamie and I interviewed him. Like, what, what was that two years ago or three years ago? It's been, it was two years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Two years ago, we, we entered, you know, and he was poised to have a, a breakout season that year, and he's just just intimidated to across from and just the nicest guy in the world, and and just you know, um, it's too bad. I guess he's done, right? Is he just done with football? I know, I know he's accepted like a, a, a student coach role for this year, but uh, this injury must just be devastating. Yeah, I, I believe I read it was a, a career ender, and I think it was not necessarily the fact of the serious of seriousness of that in, injury itself, but the fact that it was his other leg. So he spent last year rehabbing the one leg and then blew out the other one this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a man, tough break for, mm-hmm. for a, a really solid golden Eagle. I mean, super intelligent guy, uh, you know, leader, super tough was a baller out there. Uh, hate, hate to see his time on the field come to an end, but glad that he's still involved with the program and can be a good influence. And, uh, and he's a Bassfield guy, right? Yes. Well, yeah, yeah Bassfield slash Jeff, Jeff Davis, whatever there's. Yeah. But he, he was a, a Bassfield Jeff Davis guy. Um, I mean, that place is just special. I mean, not only does it produce athletes, but it produces just really good kids too. Uh, I mean, uh, we've, we've had a, a handful of them, a, a handful have gone to other schools, but uh, you know, our, our friend Kelly Eubanks used to coach there. So I uh, got to know a lot about those kids back in the day and I followed them. And I mean, you're Cornell Armstrong's and, and uh, the, the twins that went to Ole Miss, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, I mean, just stand up guys. To be so good, they they obviously have an indoor facility that they use all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was uh, one of the things my notes here was covered that uh, you know that he would not be playing this year, and it sounds like his his playing days are over. Some other things that that we know for sure at this point, Trey Lowe is the starting quarterback. It seems like he's you know we knew he had kind of separated himself from the from the pack, and the word is that. The backup quarterback position is where the competition is at right now between Ty Keys, the true freshman from Taylorsville, and T. Webb, the transfer from Louisville. So Trello, it seems like he's got the position locked down. It feels, you know, if you if you watched that last game against FAU, and and we know that, you know, that is one game, but you could definitely see. Some some potential there for for someone who was going to be have some some really good football ahead of him at the quarterback position at Southern Miss. Trey Low show. Trey Low show. The kid got a week of practice before the FAU game last year, which was the first week of practice he had got before being thrown onto the football field. And that's um, I'm going to ride this horse till it dies. But I've been a Trey Low believer since day one. And he came out of summer camp looking like a grown man, looking like he ate two grown men. Actually, he's <laughs> massive. So I have uh, and I, I have not been to a practice yet. I was going to go Saturday morning, but a couple guys kind of uh, I don't think woke up in time to go. <clears throat> so I decided to mow my grass instead. 
but here is, and I can't tell you who this source is, but it's a source that is close to the program. And here's exactly what they told me. They said 100% off the record. If Trello isn't first team all CUSA at the end of the year awards, I'll buy you a Sully's ribeye for lunch. Mark it down. Just don't quote me. <laughs> oh, wow. So, I mean, you know, he's, and it's like that a lot of times. If, no matter if you go to a baseball practice, a football practice, a football game, every now and then there's just someone out, like Quez, right? How many times on the show do we watch Quez play? We're like, he was obviously the best player on the field that day, right? Um, that's You're getting a lot of those comments coming from watching Trey Lowe throw the football, move around, just stand there in a uniform. <laughs> so um, everybody can't be wrong. And I'm, 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 I'm trying my damnedest here to keep these tempered <laughs> expectations. But every time I turn around, I'm getting from smart people that know the game. And, and, you know, I hope it all plays out and, and, and I, I think it will. I think it's just like, it's almost a match made in heaven with the style of offense that Hall's going to run to have a guy like Trey yes. Lowe. Um, you know, is it kind of like when Fedora got here and just had Austin Davis, right? Um, somebody perfect that's smart, that's accurate, that gets it out, that has the ability to move. Um, you know, there's definitely, there's a parallel that could be drawn there. Um, so let's hope it all, you know, comes to fruition. But all reports so far is that it's just going remarkably well. Uh, the next thing that I would say what we know right now is that we are going to run the ball. If you listened to the episode last week, Will Hall, and you've listened to his postgame press conferences, and if you've read the practice reports, we are going to run the ball. We, are, we have a fullback, which is something that we haven't seen a whole lot of in the past, what, 30 years. Uh, so we, we have a fullback that we're going to run out there and, um, it's going to be really interesting how that plays out. Frank Gore right now, obviously the uh, number one atop the depth chart. Dejon Richard, um, has been making his way up the depth chart. Uh, Darius Mayberry as well. So it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun this year. Hopefully, you know, that's the tough thing about running backs is you never can have enough depth. Can we keep a running back named Richard on the roster just for like a, a safety measure? I think it's a good idea, um, especially with the build of this guy. I'm really excited to see him play. Uh, they they say you know uh, he's got just tremendous lower body strength and is you know just as a, a monster. So it's exciting. We've we've got several that I'm excited about seeing that that we haven't seen really uh, touch the field for the Golden Eagles yet. But uh, he's he's definitely one to keep your eye on. Well, speaking of the backfield and monsters, um, drivers back, right? Yeah. Um, you remember that guy? Oh my God. I, I can't imagine being a, being a linebacker or, or even somebody like in the secondary, uh, and seeing him bust through usually as the lead blocker. Um, but also I, I keep hearing about these two tight end sets we're possibly going to run. Um, you know, a lot like the Saints used to do, a lot like the Patriots do, right? Um, and so then, so we still have Gunter at tight end. We got Cavallo's back, right? Yep. And Driver, would you consider Driver a tight end, or is he just? I mean, I could, I know he's, I've seen him catching the football. I, I feel, think I think he's going to be. I think him and Cavallo are going to be running fullback. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Running kind of a uh, kind of a H back. Yeah, man. That's solid, man. I love it. <laughs> I think we've gone far enough with this. Everybody in the world throws it, throws the ball 65 times a game to where it's kind of coming around again to where the defensives have, have recruited players in order to defend that. And the first person that comes out and just runs that straight down your throat with a really big dude thing uh, is, it, you know, and it's, I guess it, it'll come full circle around again. But, man. If we stay healthy, I mean, I know that's always the key for, for everybody in every sport, but my goodness, uh, be able to build on last year for sure. They and, don't know. And we've had some, you know, we, we have had some some uh, players that are still recovering from injuries, you know, particularly in the linebacker position, uh, Swayze Bozeman and, of course, Hayes Maples. I don't think they've been able to practice much. And then you've got uh, Rakeem Booth out. So, we have had some injuries, and that's definitely going to play a part in this year. Um, the next thing I was going to say as far as what we know, there's competition at multiple multiple positions. 
uh, particularly a couple of spots on the offensive line as well as, um, you know, your receivers and your, your defensive backs. So it's going to be really interesting to see who comes out on top, but it's definitely good to have the depth. Yeah, with the the, the two guys out at uh, middle linebacker with uh, with injuries right now and, and uh, Booth's career ending, uh, I was reading that TQ Newsom was uh, the one that was running that linebacker spot. And TQ came here as a quarterback, did he not? A running back. Running back, okay. I, I, I knew it was an offensive player, but uh, he's got some good size to it. I want yeah. to say TQ was a quarterback in high school. Yes, he was a quarterback Maybe in high school. I got that from. Yeah, he was a quarterback in high school. Yeah, well, I mean, usually you're a quarterback on a high school team, and unless you're playing for a big, big school with a lot of good players, your quarterback's usually your your best high school athlete, and it's like your shortstop on a high school baseball team. So, hey, makes sense. Did you play shortstop in high school, Bump? Sure did. Yeah, I was scared of the infield. <laughs> so, Will. Infieldophobia. Yeah, I could see just taking a ball off the face. It didn't sound fun. <laughs> Ground ball to the Nads, a phobia. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> so, this Saturday, August the 17th, uh, Will Hall is scheduled to continue his introductory tour. Um, like I said, scheduled. You know, with, with the way things are going right now, who knows how that's going to play out. But 1 to 3 p.m. Saturday, August the 14th at the USM Wellness Center, which is also known as the volleyball facility. So uh, if you want to check that out, go to the Southern Miss Alumni website and be sure that you register that you are going and you will receive a confirmation. So we'll see if that happens. I, one I, in, one out. One in, one out. Yeah. Let's give 15 another one. minutes in between. 15 minutes in between. Sanitize everything. <laughs> Let's give another uh, another couple of seconds to our, our sponsor. Bet with the three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now for 125% bonus or 200% bonus with crypto. Use our promo code. That's to the Top Talks promo code, TTTT125. Type that in the promo code, code slot. And bet sports, casino, horses, pop culture, and more at betus.com. You bet, you win, you get paid. Bet us. So, talking about sports betting, some of the we we looked up some of the bets that you can place right now in regards to the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. The first bet that is out there that I'm bringing to the table for discussion. Who will win Conference USA? The favorite right now is Marshall at a plus 220. The favorite in the West is uh, UAB at a, a plus 250. Right behind them, Texas San Antonio at a plus 300. Southern Mississippi is a little above middle of the pack at plus 2,000. So you go in there, bet 100 on the Golden Eagles. They win, you get 2,000. So that's how that works. That's how that works, yeah. Okay. See, I went in trying to find just a total season over under, and there's so much stuff on that on the uh, BetUS website. You can, you can bet on anything, <laughs> you know, which I'm yeah. probably going to get down with some of the golf stuff. I just follow golf more than I follow anything else. But, um, but the but the you know I'm not a gambler. Uh, I'm a fifty bucks and you know take my ID into the casino kind of guy. But but with this thing, man, um, yeah, I, I want to try it more, <laughs> and I, I didn't know what the plus two thousand meant. So, um, so that means so that's based on betting one hundred dollars. Correct. Okay. How do you know that? Um, just from betting in the Gambling? past. Yes. Gotcha. Being a degenerate. Being a degenerate. <laughs> no, not really. The, the wildest I got was a couple of years ago when we played Rice and I was working that conference at the Beau Rivage. Uh, that was the, that was like the wildest I've gotten on the sports book. <laughs> yeah. I, I that was, was like on, an, that was like an hour before COVID hit. Well, actually, that was like probably about four months before COVID hit. But oh. yeah, that, that was a different time I was betting, but I, but I had to turn all my bets back in because all the games got canceled. <laughs> so I was on Bet US like. 16 years ago, man, it was, it was, uh, it was a good time. But anyways, um, 
if you really want to go all in, like you really want to just like sling some money out there and see what happens, you if you bet a hundred on UTEP and they win the conference, <laughs> you win twelve thousand five hundred. Yeah, so, but, I mean that's uh, I'm sure the lovely people at BetUS would take your bet, but I'm not going to advocate <laughs> for that. Yeah, I couldn't find it on the site, but we we've we've talked the over under for wins for Southern Miss. Some of the sports books have Southern Miss at five and a half wins, and I know that we're all homers, but I will take the over on five and a half wins all day long. I mean, pretty much any year that Southern Miss is, they haven't projected under six wins. I will take the over on that. Yeah, assuming that we play 12 football games this year, I can't imagine I, – I just can't imagine a scenario where we even threaten to not have – I mean, that's basically just saying you're going to get six wins, you know. Um, I'm not – I just I just don't see – I just don't see losing half of our game. I mean, you know, anything can happen. We can not win a single game. But uh, even last year, we had a shot only playing 10 games. I think we lost two of them by – well, we won three games. Last year, three out of ten yeah. had four different head coaches, and we're – I mean, I'm still not positive we lost that La Tech game, by the way. Um, ah, yeah, we We lost that barely. We lost Western Kentucky and UTEP by like a margin of up to three points. I mean, it was mm-hmm. – there was several games on that schedule that – I mean, we, we could have, with as crazy as things went, one bounce of the ball in a couple of different games, and, and we're, we're sitting there at uh, six wins. You know? Sure. And I mean, the big question mark is the coaching, right? I mean, just the scheme, guys learning that. Uh, but but I, I think we upgraded in coaching staff. I think you could say we've upgraded at running back just because we got the same dude back, <laughs> you know? Uh, so he's got to be better than he was. You remember Frank Gore at the beginning of last year, like doing those laterals and everything? Uh, he got better <laughs> as the season went on. He's going to be better this year. Offensive line got better. Uh, the wide receiver core, um, it's, I mean, everybody's the same. So it just, you know, it, you know what the, that we've gotten better uh, everywhere. So to say that we're that close and we've gotten better at all these different places, we a severe upgraded quarterback, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not trying to talk anybody into like, you know, emptying the 401k or anything. But, uh, but yeah, if you can get that, if you can get that five and a half, man, I'd, I would I like, feel pretty good about it. I like it. I like it. I think that's, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I would think, you know, six, I, I think six, I mean, and you can tell there's a different energy this year. The players are buying in. And I do realize an in, injury at, at certain key positions definitely changes everything. But I still feel like six wins at a minimum is, is, is very doable. And I realize that we are homers. But also being realistic, you look at the history of Southern Miss football. Um, you're going to get at least six wins in the vast majority of seasons. And I think we're back to that. So, yeah, and I think, I mean, also, I mean, you know, just to add on real quick, I mean, if, if we don't start three and oh, I'd be pretty surprised. That's halfway there, right there. Then that fourth game, we're probably going to, you know, get our teeth kicked in a little bit. (laughs) But, uh, anyway. But touching on that first game, so this line is up on BetUS. Uh, Southern Miss is a one and a half point favorite as of right now against the South Alabama Jaguars. So if that's a bet you want to place, I, I'm it's still there's still too many unknowns. I know that South Alabama stocked up on the transfer portal. Um, you know, I like our chances, but I don't like them enough to where I want to go in and put money on anything at this point without seeing us on the field. But if you feel so inclined one way or the other, one and a half points right now, if you want to go place that bet. Random observation, Bet US is only two A's away from Beat USA. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a great point. Bringing the heat from Knoxville, Tennessee. It's the wild turkey Russell's reserve. It makes you smarter. (laughs) Bringing the heat from Knoxville, Tennessee and not Costa Rica where Bet US is based, being being an offshore gambling (laughs) site. So. Yeah, that's 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 a that's the kind of only that's the insight that you're going to get here at to the top talk. That's awesome. You know, if we do, uh, I, I I do wonder a little bit about um, how this team handles adversity. Um, and if we do, let's just say we do. Start, I mean, I hope we win that first game. South Alabama could definitely beat us. But um, if we do win that first game, then we handle Grambling, then we handle Troy, then we get there. You know, get. I don't know. We we might have the kind of team that can stay in it for a while with Alabama, but. 
just is what it is with Alabama these days. The thing that worries me a lot is that very next game, because we don't have a bye up until – God, when's our first bye? We only have one bye. Okay, our bye is not until the middle of October after the UAB game. So Rice being at Rice after we're at Alabama, that game scares me a little bit. What about you? Rice is a tough – I mean Rice – Rice is a tough team. I mean, Rice, it would not shock me if Rice was in the running for the West this year. Yeah, and it's coming off of – if we are in that game, let's just say midway through the third, we're within a score or two, right, which might not happen, but if it is, um, then we're still going as hard as we can. Um, we still have all everybody in there, and so do they. And then we're probably going to come out of there, beat the hell up, right? And then you got to go back to class for a few days and then get on a plane, travel to Houston – and face a good rice team. That the rice game is that one. That one just just glancing at the schedule here, how I think the first month's gonna go. That one's a, a wee bit scary. Yeah, for sure. I mean, rice is steadily improved under their coach, and I mean they they're kind of a, a smash in the mouth run first uh, team as well. So after going into to Bama and and letting their giants pound on us for a little while, you know, the, the rice games, not definitely not going to be a walk in the park. So, uh, but I mean, really you got to bring it every week. And I don't think we're going to have that problem under Will Hall. I don't, uh, I think his attention to detail and, and the way he motivates people will, will keep us from having a letdown. Totally agree. Totally agree with that. Well, let's touch on some NFL news this week. So it was announced this past weekend that former Southern Miss and former Atlanta Falcon running back Ito Smith was signing with the Arizona Cardinals, joining another former Golden Eagle that he played with, Picasso Nelson. So as of right now, Quez probably in the running for that third running back spot in Arizona, but it's really a great opportunity for him at this point. I think he had his first practice today, so we'll see how that goes. So shout out to Ito. Glad that he's back in the National Football League. Also, Quez Watkins has been showing out at training camp. Search Quez Watkins on Twitter and see what you see. He is definitely getting some hype and um, showed out in a, I think I'm like a mock scrimmage yesterday um, at the Eagle Stadium. So had a, had a, had an awesome touchdown catch. Uh, another Golden He's, Eagle. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Quez has had a, a lot of attention from, from Philadelphia sports writers here lately. That's uh, I, I feel like every day I'm I'm retweeting, you know, at least three or four articles about some writer reminding everyone to keep an eye on Quez Watkins. Yeah, most definitely. Um, Rashad Hill, former Golden Eagle tack, uh, left tackle, is currently in the mix for the left tackle spot for the uh, Minnesota Vikings. He has kind of made his way into the mix there. So it, it, it looks like he might actually lock down that spot. And then another former Golden Eagle, Jalen Rashard, suffered a foot, in, foot injury this week. Uh, he's, of course, with the Las Vegas Raiders and is out indefinitely. That is a crowded backfield out there. Hopefully he can uh, get, get well soon. Some basketball news from this past week. Former Golden Eagle Ladavius Drain announced that he is transferring to the University of Tulsa, the Tulsa Hurricanes. So, Best of luck to Drain. Hopefully he can find a way to kind of get, get his shot back. I guess he had another year from COVID and was able to yeah, enter the portal. Yeah, I had kind of just moved past that. You know, I guess I still have moved past that. He was my favorite player. Um, it's really weird. I, I, I didn't, I, I don't know. I, I just hadn't even thought about it. And then I see him sign with Tulsa, which is great. Hey, good, good for him. And I hope it works out. But, you know, I was, uh, I was talking with a buddy earlier. Then it kind of feel like this was like a veteran, like, like say if this was the NFL, this would be like, uh, I don't know, Favre towards the end with the Packers, right? Where they're like, we appreciate it, we're just ready to move on, right? Uh, that's kind of how it feels like with Drain, and I hope he becomes like the next Steph Curry. Um, I hope he gets that shot back because he sure lost it, but good for yeah. him. Hey, I'm I'm a fan. You know, I'll be watching some Tulsa games this year just because he's there. Uh, but at the same time, I'm I'm ready to see this next uh, wave of Golden Eagle basketball kind of take form uh, with without him around. I hated to see how 
last season kind of went down for him because he was such a, a big part of our team and, you know, just raining threes. Uh, the guy's uh, got the second spot all time for threes at Southern Miss, hasn't he? Sure. It's, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's but it just completely just did not have it last season. And it was painful to watch at times. And, and it's, you know, tough to pull the plug on a veteran player like that because you never know when they're going to get hot and, and do it. But I mean, it, it kind of turned into a liability at times last year. It just, it was not falling and it was tough to see. So uh, yeah. like you said, best of, best of luck to him at Tulsa. I hope he finishes out his last year at college ball and, and has a great year. Sure. We've had several baseball commits lately, but I'm going to touch on this one because this is happening today. Um, as, uh, and it's kind of a special commitment. Josh Ock, a right fielder slash pitcher or an outfielder, excuse me, outfielder slash pitcher, right handed pitcher from, uh, Chanhassen, Minnesota. Josh Ock, the younger brother of former Golden Eagle, Golden Eagle pitcher Ryan Ock. So we keep the Ock Nest Monster thing going. Nice. So we kept the we kept the Montenegro thing going. Now we got the Oct thing going. There have been a lot of brothers, you know. Uh, in, oh yeah. In Southern baseball. The Hoff Powers. The Hoff The Logans. Sure. Yeah. Um. Uh. uh first baseman. Um. Oh, oh and yeah, third there. baseman now. Dang yeah. it. It's not baseball season. The Lynch, Lynch. The Lynch yeah, brothers. brothers. Yeah, what does I mean that says something good for Barry and his program that I mean you know, the Hoff Powers Barry was here, but he wasn't the the head man at that time. Or was Barry yeah, Barry was here then, right? Uh but to, what's that say for Scott Barry and the program that he runs that not only do you get these sets of brothers that come through the program, but I mean the the older brother uh, were star players and, and the younger brothers so far have, have ended up being really good players in their own right. So, I mean, these families trust that Scott Barry is going to take care of their sons. And, and we've been really lucky to, uh, to get some really good ones rolling through. Well, I think that just about covers it on the Southern Miss news. Do you guys have any shout outs this week? I have a few shout outs. I wanted to give a shout out to, uh, Matt Rockwell, uh, he and his wife, Kimberly, came to the Last for Life show. We had some cocktails beforehand at Blue Jazz and then sweated profusely during the show. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> and uh, I want to give a shout out to, to the at USM voice guy on Twitter, too. This guy, just he's constantly promoting Southern Miss. Um, he's got the the number of days till the season represented by former players numbers on their jersey thing that he does uh that's really cool i know it's not easy to do um and and just wanted to give him a shout out and the last shout out i wanted to give was to jamie jamie this little idea of yours that started like four or five years ago or however long we've been doing this uh still alive and kicking had a new record number of listens last week a lot due to coach hall but mostly due to i think like what you do on a weekly basis and i appreciate it no i appreciate you guys it's been an absolute blast and and that that will hall episode was that was something else man that guy is is special and you can't help but being excited when you hear him talking what he has to say and and i think he says things and they feel genuine and they're <laughs> the same things that a lot of us feel so uh, definitely, uh, definitely an exciting time to be a Golden Eagle fan. I have a shout out to one of my old arch nemesis from the show, Nathan Hosey, who just got married. That's right. Back on July the 24th, married his his new blushing bride, Sarah. So shout out to the Hoseys, Nathan and Sarah. Um, my apologies that I could not make it. I think I had to clean my tub yeah clearly um, my invite got lost in the shuffle I don't know. <laughs> no, sarah but... blink twice if you need help <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness uh, so we get guys so you know th- this time every year we kind of have this and i think every team has just a um your optimism is is full force with the blinders on but is it just me, or does this year feel a little different? It feels like the the the, the right pieces are coming together. Uh, I just I hope that 
that first game in the rock against Grambling is, is packed full of Golden Eagle fans screaming their heads off because uh, these guys, the work that they put in over the summer, I mean, we've seen some major transformations. Just guys look great. They all seem to, to buy in attitudes. They, they deserve our support, and there's nothing more fun than a packed rock. I think when you've been around as long as we have, uh, you kind of can tell when something fits, you know. And when, when and we've sat at those pressers before and uh, even at the presser, uh, you know, you, you could tell right away that it probably, you know, like we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt, but this, this is probably <laughs> not going to work out. Uh, this has never felt that way. This And, you know, there's a sense of urgency with Coach Hall, too. It's like he just he just he just it's like if, if one of us got the job and we were brilliant at football, <laughs> um, you know, he he knows the times now. Uh, he, he knows he's, he wants to do it right. Um, he knows the history of Southern Miss. He knows that they're you know, built on this blue collar thing. He, he's not trying to reinvent the wheel. Um, he's just trying to keep that wheel back to rolling. Right. So sure. Glad we got him. Uh, I think it was a home run hire and, uh, and now we just need to just not lose that first one. <laughs> and I feel so much better. <laughs> Yeah, and I, don't, I don't know what expectations – I don't know what fair expectations are at this point for this year, but it feels – I mean, anything is really a step up from where we, were, where we were last year, and I think as long as we are in a bowl game – I think as long as we have a winning season and are in a bowl game, I think that it will be a, a very good year, but I'm not really – I'm not ready to put a ceiling on the team either. I feel the exact same way. I mean, I, I have no idea what to expect other than I expect us to have a winning season and go to a bowl game. I mean, that's Southern Miss football. That, that's our minimum expectations every year. I don't necessarily expect us to compete for a conference championship right out of the gate, but then I wouldn't be surprised if we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's uh, the pieces are there. Uh, you know, we got some some new pieces on the offensive line to kind of beef up our numbers in that area. Uh, they were really starting to come on, you know, to, to run the ball last year. Um, so that, that's kind of what our Achilles heel was the, the couple previous seasons is we just could not get a run game going. And, and when you can't get a run game going, uh, then it's really tough to get a pass game going, uh, cause you, you can't keep them honest. And, uh, it's, it just feels like the pieces are there this year. And if Will Hall doesn't get you excited, we need to check your pulse. That's, I've, I've seen, countless tweets from that that video that uh southern miss football put out of him coming into the the team meeting room and you know pumping everybody up from fans of other schools that are like man i hope this guy does well and he's just likable he, he brings a good positive energy into the room uh and it seems like every room he walks into that's the case and you you just you find yourself believing in a guy like that and and you'll want him to do well so High hopes. Uh, we'll, we'll fingers crossed see how it goes. Two more things to touch on really quick, kind of off topic, but uh, it appears we are going to have a named tropical system as of tomorrow. Oh goodness! Its name will be Fred. So uh, we will we will know kind of by the weekend which direction it is going. So that is fun. So all mm. of you guys stay safe from that, and and, and please consider. Uh, getting your vaccine if you haven't already done so we're uh it's really getting bad in mississippi right now and uh man i don't like to talk about it on the show but it's just it's really we're not in a good place right now so stay safe and mm-hmm. we, we, we've lost way too many people lately that we shouldn't have lost yeah, my I've dad got- and my brother are both recovering from it right now and i mean my brother's a, a young guy uh you know tyler's in his early 20s and he uh it it he was not feeling very good there for a few days. He was like, man, this is terrible. And neither one of them had had been vaccinated. And my dad, you know, said he had plans to get vaccinated the Friday that uh, he got it that Thursday before. And uh, he's diabetic, and you know uh, that puts him at a a very high increase uh, you know risk level. And guys, it's just so important to to protect yourself and protect your family. It's you don't want to be one of those people that's lying in a hospital bed, uh, you know, about to die. Your family can't be there and wishing you got the vaccine. And so please do it. Do it for your family. Mm -hmm. Do it for your friends. Do it for for Southern Miss football, because uh, the sooner we get past all this, the, the sooner life can get back to normal. 
Sure. And I absolutely hate shots, by the way, and voluntarily got both of mine. <laughs> the, the the data's there. And just, if, if you know, no, politic, no, no politics here. Just, you know, yeah. the data is the data. And well, I is, mean, it's so. unfortunate that this became a political issue because it shouldn't be. It's a public health issue. And I mean, that, when I talk about this subject, there's no politics involved at all. I, I mean, and, and there shouldn't be, um, you know, that there's there's solid medical and scientific evidence out here that that these shots work and that if enough people get them then we can stop these variants from developing and if if enough people don't get them then we're just going to keep getting more and more variants and they're going to get more severe as they go on and we don't want to deal with that and listen folks we just want to tailgate all right that's we just want to tailgate you know like every (laughs) single year on this show about this time of year i always run through my tailgating tips right and I've sat down to write them down a few times. I'm like, I'm not even going to bother until I know that we're going to do it. <laughs> uh, you know, not, 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 I mean, not, not that I don't, you know, I, I live pretty well. Jamie and I kind of both live pretty close to the stadium, so we can still do it at the house uh, if need be, just like we did last year. But we all want to get back to campus. We want to do it so bad. We want to have our tailgating. Um, Eagle Walk might be out for a little while, but we want to, it's just all part of the thing. So we want to take. It's it's free. If, not, do it. if nothing else, we want as many fans in the stands as possible, and we want as many Golden Eagle fans and really just people in general to stay alive. I mean, yeah. that's really what it comes down to. So, I mean, you know, didn't really want to go off on that tangent, but it's really gotten out of hand lately. I mean, my doctor and another doctor from that same clinic are both in the hospital right now, which is absolutely bananas. There's a six-year-old from Temple Baptist who is in the ICU right now. It's bananas. So yeah. it's um, hopefully we can get past this sooner rather than later. But uh, but hey, while we're on the topic, use code TTTT125 at BetUS.com to go on and register and get your <laughs> <laughs> get your discount there. Yeah, I mean, and you know, uh, get your, get your vaccination. You stay alive. You can gamble on Southern Miss football through <laughs> yeah, the US. Yeah, US. And Dead hey, men don't gamble. You keep up with our social media sites too. Uh, another little quick announcement: we are going to have a merchandise site coming soon. Um, part of that is uh, an issue that we're having with the uh, current graphics, but we're going to have some merchandise very soon. So keep up with our social media sites, and we'll have that announced very soon. Oh, I just came up with a new tagline for BetUS, and they can bump up the contract and use this. But uh, BetUS, don't gamble with your life. Gamble with us. Yeah, yeah. but they probably would let you gamble with your life. They probably they don't really care. Yeah, I, there's probably a search it. That's why they're that's why they're sponsoring a, a, a uh, Southern Miss podcast in Shane's life over under of 87 years old. Take the under. Uh, take the under. <laughs> I had chicken wings and cheese sticks and a Miller High Life in a hotel room for dinner tonight. Now I'm drinking wild turkey as I sit here and talk with you fools. I'm not making it 87 years. He's about to go harpoon the Vol Navy out there. It's about to get real. Man, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm not staying in the best part of Knoxville. I just booked a hotel close to where my meeting is tomorrow. And uh, as I was pulling into the area a little before sundown, I was like, all right. If I come back here, I know I'm not staying in this part of town again. And then <laughs> I went and bought the tiniest chicken wings I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I'm pretty sure they either fed me pigeon or rat. Um, they were they tasted all right, but uh, yeah, it's uh, this has been a weird weird experience tonight. It it started with a torrential downpour on the interstate coming into Knoxville, so I'm white knuckling it, uh, dodging 18 wheelers trying to get to my hotel first and foremost, and. Got here just in time to smash some chicken wings and, and jump on the phone with you boys. Well, hey, hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll be back next week. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk.
Call Katie Case Bailey with Dunbar Real Estate for all of your real estate needs. Katie Case Bailey, Realtor Extraordinaire. Something to show, something to list, something to sell. Call today at 601-408-9980.